And so if we exist in a way where we can help our prospective customers achieve their goal in a way that uh, gives them confidence, helps them to understand how we're going to help them with their challenge, show them that others have had that same experience and this is how we've helped them as well too. We can go from a individual who has not had the chance to really get to know us to start to feel comfortable, start to feel confident that, man, they are making the right choice. This is where I should be. And I can trust this company or this person to help me achieve what it is that I'm looking for. Hi, my name is Caitlin Pyatt. I'm a professionally certified marketer, and this is the Start Marketing Podcast, where small business owners can find authentic, accessible, and actionable marketing advice to help them grow and scale their businesses. I've worked in marketing for over 13 years, and it's an industry I genuinely love and a craft I believe can revolutionize and propel businesses to unimaginable growth. I'm the director of marketing at a startup, I run the Start Marketing community, and of course, I host this podcast. But I'm also a wife, a mom of three, and my house is generally always chaotic. I like learning about marketing, talking about it, and this is my favorite place to share my love of marketing. If you can't tell, I'm kind of a nerd about it. So I hope you're ready to soak it all in and start marketing. Hey, Start Marketing listeners, welcome to today's episode. We're going to be talking a very specific marketing strategy or rather a channel that can be very effective and flexible when it comes to deploying your marketing strategies, and that's your website. I'm a really big proponent of having a website, as you know, and today's guest is Derek Jensen. Derek has a passion for building systems and processes for people that scale and create the capacity to do what they do best every day. His experience has included working with large brands down to small startups in industries ranging from power sports, management consulting, finance, legal, hospitality, software as a service, and manufacturing. Understanding each situation, the individual and company needs allows Derek to assess and provide solutions to the best to best support product sales and improve efficiencies and performance. Derek's experience building and launching products have helped companies he works with add new revenue, develop a more extensive, more engaged customer base, increase internal and external communication, and create increased capacity. His work has directly resulted in leaders reaching their next level goals. Derek and his wife, Grace, enjoy spending time with their four children, Cora, Asher, Micah, and Declan, and their dog. In their spare time, they support their children in their passion for becoming playground connoisseurs. I love that. (laughs) And as a family, they also enjoy traveling together. Derek has a ton of experience in building websites. So I am super excited for you all to have access to him and learn about why websites can be such a powerful tool in your marketing strategy belt. So let's dive in. Derek, welcome. I'm excited to have you here today. Thank you, Caitlin. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to to talk with you. It's definitely a topic that I enjoy. So again, absolutely. Me. Absolutely. Okay. So I think, and I'm going to make an assumption that you probably think that having a website is pretty important as well. But can you tell me why as small businesses, it's having a website is really critical and kind of necessary in that space? Absolutely. So one of the things that I tell, whether it's a startup or a small business, or honestly, even larger businesses run into the same challenge, is your website is the first opportunity that somebody has to be able to go and check you out on your terms. So if you think about it, if you've got uh, social media, if you've got um, 
a brochure or if you even have a brick and mortar, typically people will come by and they'll see you in some format. Now, just like a brick and mortar, you can't always control what that facade looks like. Similarly, in social media, you can't control what that looks like. It's typically in the branding and in the structure and in the, in the visualization that that particular owner of the technology allows for you to present yourself. Your website is your real estate. You get to control everything. And it's a way for you to be able to create confidence and legitimacy for the people who come to see you and want to check out how you present yourself. So in my opinion, and it's backed by years of experience as well, too, just with customers and um, industry experience, that's still the best place for you to be able to own your brand and your relationship with your customers. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you you very eloquently took the words out of my mouth there. Like, it's it's something that you own. It can't go away. You are not, you know, fighting an algorithm of social media exactly. to get your story out there. And you can tell it in a more complete way. And you mm -hmm. can guide people through the experience of meeting you, like sure. you said, on your terms versus you know, somebody having to click through a million social media posts to kind of get an understanding of like, is this person for me? Is this product or service? Right. So I, I absolutely agree with that. So what does having a good website do for your business then? Like how can it change or transform your business? For sure. So one of the things that I alluded to is the confidence and legitimacy, right? So like you think about your customers, you think about the the prospective customers who are coming to you for the very first time. What, what do they see? What do they feel? What do they learn about you in a format that allows them to get to know you at their own pace, right? So how can they come to your store or your site or your, cause I mean, there's a couple of different ways and I kind of backing up here a little bit, but when, when you think about your site, what is it that you're trying to accomplish, right? Um, there's a really good book out there by Donald Miller called story brand. And one of the best ways that I heard it articulated was from him in his book, which he says, many people create their website and they, they set it up in a way where they are positioning themselves as the hero in the story. And the thing is, is we are not the hero in the website story. Our, our prospective clients are. And what they're looking for is they're looking for a guide that's going to help them to achieve their goals. And so if we exist in a way where we can help our prospective customers achieve their goal in a way that uh, gives them confidence, helps them to understand how we're going to help them with their challenge, show them that others have had that same experience, and this is how we've helped them as well too, we can go from a individual who has not had the chance to really get to know us to start to feel comfortable, start to feel confident that, man, they are making the right choice. This is where I should be. And I can trust this company or this person to help me achieve what it is that I'm looking for. And that's really what the purpose of your website is, is it's not a showcase all about me and my portfolio and all of the, the great gold stars and awards that I have won. It's really focused on the customer and how can I help the customer uh, feel comfortable with me how can I help them achieve what they want to achieve and show them that by working with me, they can achieve more and move about their day. I think you're hitting on something 
critical that you kind of have to, when you're thinking about marketing in general, you sort of have to switch your mindset. A lot of people think of marketing as advertising, as me selling you something, but really at the end of the at the end of the day, what your goal is, is to help people understand the transformation that they're going to go through, exactly. not just be like, hey, you can buy my products and services. Like yep. everybody knows that, right? If you're out there with a product or a service, they're like, yeah, I get it. I can, I can buy it from you. But I want to understand how – sorry, my husband's getting ice out of our of ice maker right now. Um, people want to understand – how their lives are going to change. How's it going to get easier for me? How are you going to solve a problem? How are you going to help me, um, you know, achieve something, whatever. So having a website that kind of walks people through that is, I think, a better experience and probably leads to more conversions than when you're just kind of out there talking about it. I love the way you present that too, of the mindset shift of we're not selling what we're doing is, is we're telling the story of how you, the customer, will go through that journey. And mm-hmm. we understand and can empathize with that journey because we've been there in some form. And mm-hmm. here's here's why we are presenting it in a way that is different and how it solves the problem for you. Yeah, totally. Uh, so I also think a really important part of having a website, you talked about this credibility and legitimacy you know, that, that is something like I, I have discounted vendors or kind of taken some of them off my list. If I have, you know, if I'm looking for a service and I go out there and you only have a social media page, I tend Mm -hmm. to be like, "Mm, I don't know about this because I just can't get enough information. I just don't, I just don't know. And then I go like, how, how robust is your operation? Can you really support my needs? Typically it's like with high high ticket items is kind of when I tend to do things like this. So I think for me, I view having a website as helping you remain competitive. Mm -hmm. And that's obviously something really critical when you're a small business, you, people are out there and they're comparing. And if you you think that they aren't, I, I don't know, (laughs) I challenge challenge you to think about your, your own behavior as a consumer, you know, but more than that, it also helps you be discoverable mm-hmm. through Google and search engines. So can you kind of yep. help explain how websites help keep you competitive, how they help you be discoverable and those types of sure. ideas? So what you're really talking about is the awareness side of things when it comes to a website. And the challenge with awareness for anything is... I'm. I'm going to go back to brick and mortar because it's something that people are familiar with. But if you've got a piece of real estate and you're wanting customers to come to your store, one of the challenges that you're going to have there is how do I drive traffic into my business? If I'm not on an expressway and I'm not in an area that's really well uh, populated, it's going to be really hard for people to know that I exist. So I can put something out there like a billboard. I can put something out there like an used to be a newspaper newspaper article or something like that. Um, I can have a van driving around with my graphics on it to be able to tell people, hey, I exist. And really what we're talking about there is awareness, right? How am I going to create awareness that people should know, hey, I'm open for business? From a, a website standpoint, we run into the same challenge. There's organic 
and then there's paid. Now, to not dive too far down into the weeds here, one of the things that you want to think about is, is as I write my story, what are some of the things that I can put in there that are going to help me to be discovered through search engine? And also, uh, if I'm going to go down the paid route, how do I set that up in a way where I can drive traffic? Uh, kind of like buying a billboard, kind of like paying for an ad. I'm paying to have people come to my site. And it's really important to start to think about those strategies as two complementary ones. One takes a little bit more time and one is going to be a little bit quicker of a traffic generator. It's not always going to be high quality traffic. That's important to be aware of. But there's two strategies there that are typically done. Now, the other thing is, is if you have social channels, that also gives you another avenue for starting a conversation, presenting yourself in a way where I exist and here's what I want you to do as the customer. I want you to get to know me. This is a way for us to be uh, begin building a personal relationship of sorts. You get to know me, you hear my voice, you see the things that I'm posting out there and we probably have some similar interests. And my goal is to engage with you here, but always point you back to my website. And the reason for that is I want to work with my customers to help them to understand, here's how you communicate with me. I exist here, but really this space over here, my website is where I would like for you to be. And the best way for you to be able to engage with me and my services is not through the social media channels and these other sales channels where they take higher cuts and different things like that. I want to train the behavior of best place to hang out with me is on my website. And then from there, there's tools that I can set up. There's the customer journey that I can set up that allows for customers to have a better experience in an environment that I can control. Mm. I think that's I think that's very well put. It's it really is about kind of maintaining the control a little bit and working with people on your terms and getting them through the journey on on your terms. And something else as as you were talking about that also reminded me something that if you are thinking about doing any sort of paid advertising, having a website is a really critical next step because you Absolutely. have to have somewhere to point those people to. So if you think about, you know, if you just have a social channel and you decide one day like, hey, I'm going to invest in some social media ads. Mm -hmm. Where are you going to set, where are those people going to go? You know, you, like you have to, you have to have somewhere for people to land and your website, as you've said in many different ways, is where you control that story and where you can help people navigate the waters of purchasing and of your product or service with you. So for sure that piece smart. that you're talking about too. So this is diving a little bit deep, but I think it's important to build out that picture. So when you're talking about paid ads, right? If I have a website, I have typically a homepage and that homepage is my first introduction of who I am and uh, how I've helped others. And basically taking you through that story of your customer journey and why we empathize and why we understand you. Now, if I'm paying for an ad, I'm probably targeting a specific uh, segment of the population around a specific challenge. My homepage is probably not going to articulate that challenge in the best possible way, nor should it. So having the flexibility to be able to create a new page that 
has that new story that best fits what it is that I'm trying to articulate around that ad allows me the flexibility to set it up in a way where it's one cohesive process. It looks and feels like not only do you understand me from the ad standpoint, but you also understand me when I came here and you gave me more information. And that's really what I was looking for. That structure really only exists if you have a website. And so the website oftentimes starts as that first one page and that's great. You got to start somewhere. But then as you progress through that uh, maturity of what your website can do for you, having that ability to have that landing page, have that structure that supports those ads. And then in addition, sets it up well for um, additional uh, SEO type activities is really where that full picture of what you can do with a website kind of comes into view. Absolutely. So the things that Derek is touching on, I just want to remind everybody, he will be back next week to kind of dive deeper <laughs> into some of these things. And we have a really fantastic inside access interview teed up for the start marketing community. So all of the all of this information that Derek is giving you is such great information and we will have more. So no, no fret there. I also want to remind you that you can join my email list by clicking the link in the show notes. You'll get my branding and marketing starter kit, which walks you through how to identify your target audience, create personas, build the foundational elements of your brand, and use those things to create a strategic marketing plan that moves the needle for your business. It's linked in the show notes. And all of those things, understanding those foundational elements and the starting points of your brand are critical to helping you build a really great website that actually helps you convert and take people through this journey that we're talking about. So check that out in the show notes. All right. So I think we've teed this up a little bit already, but in case we haven't driven the point home, what what do you find are kind of the expectations of consumers today when they're interacting with people online? And how how can your website kind of help support support that? Absolutely. So it again, it kind of depends on what it is that your website exists for. So if it's informational, then as a consumer, I'm coming to better understand what is it? What are your hours of operation? How do I create an appointment? How do I come in and actually interact with you? Um, if I am trying to sell something on my website, that's entirely different. You don't have to come into my store. You don't have to know what my hours of operation are. You just need to know how do I go forward and actually take action. And so that word there is really important. One of the things that gets forgotten and has been a challenge for some in the past is effective call to actions. And really what that is, is we, we spent all this time, we spent all this money putting up a, a website, but what am I as the consumer supposed to do? And so what it is intended to do is help that consumer make the decision that they need to. And typically you want to do it more than once on the page. So setting it up in a way where I have an informative call to action in each different area, whether it's learn more, whether it's give me a call, whether it's schedule an appointment or uh, book, like let's say I'm a dentist, right? If I'm a dentist, my goal is for you to feel comfortable enough that you want to come into my practice and schedule some sort of an exam or cleaning. I need to be able to give you that ability on my website to be able to do that, whether it's call 
or schedule right there on the site. There's so many different avenues for approach when it comes to call to actions. It, it really comes down to what does that particular consumer need in the instance of how you're presenting yourself. So when it comes to call to actions, that to me is the big piece of how best to interact with your consumer. And some are going to be more sophisticated. Others are not. And you got to play to the strengths of that particular group. Some are going to want a chat experience right there on your site. So that way they can ask you questions and go through the process. Now, in that, one of the things that is really important is if you make yourself available for others, make sure you're actually available for others. There's nothing worse than you get a, a opportunity to call somebody and then you've got a 15 step process to be able to actually talk to a live human. While sometimes that's good in a high volume case, us being small business, us being startups, us even being medium sized business, we want to make sure that we're setting ourselves apart, especially from a experience standpoint. So again, all of this is to say, don't set yourself up for failure by overextending what your capabilities are. Keep in mind, those call to actions should be able to be supported by you and your team in a way where the customer feels the love. And if they feel ignored and abandoned, they're not going to work with you. I think that is a fantastic point. I say that to people all the time when I'm helping them build out marketing strategies. Like, you have to account for your capacity when you build those things out. If you don't have the time, resources, or anything, the energy to support what you are planning, then it's not, it's not the strategy for you. And that's okay. And I think, you know, translating that into a very real world, tangible experience on your website is really accurate. Like nobody wants to get ghosted. Nobody wants to reach out to you in a way and just like hear crickets and be like, well, I guess that sucks because they're going to move on. And then that's what they're going to remember. They're not going to be like, oh, you know, they're probably just super busy. And so it maybe right. just like slipped through the cracks. They're going to be like, well, I guess that person product service isn't for me. And and they're going to move on from it. And I think too, something as I was listening to you say, like people have an expectation when they go to your website that they are going to be able to take the next step. So if you haven't kind of thought through and, you know, start marketers, we've we've talked about this a lot actually in the past few months. You know, if you think about back in December, we talked about knowing your customer and understanding them. We talked about building a really simple funnel or journey that brings you know, your customer to the next yes in the step along the way to purchasing your product or service. And all of that is coming together and being tied up very nicely in what Derek is saying. And that people come to your website and they want to know what they need to do next in order, whether it's a small step, the next yes in the series, or it's like, yeah, I'm ready to go. I want this product or service. How do I get it? And so making sure that your website is set up and prepared for that is super critical. It's it's keeps you discoverable. It keeps you top of mind. It keeps people coming back for more. So Absolutely. with all of that being said, that is kind of a fantastic note to end on and a little bit of a cliffhanger for this week because next week we're going to be talking about how to do all of those things. How do you set up your website and get people 
to move through and how how would you make it effective for you as a small business owner? So in the meantime, though, Derek, if listeners want to connect with you, where can they find you? Thank you. Uh, you can find me, best place to find me is actually on LinkedIn. Um, I, it's the easiest way to find me on LinkedIn is Derek A. Jensen. And that's probably the best way to, to connect with me. Perfect. I'll link that in the show notes, listeners. Don't forget, Derek will be back next week and we'll dive into those details of how to build a killer website, even without a big budget. So in the meantime, you get out there and start marketing and we'll see you next week.